bring me all the voodoo. I hope you get all the voodoo. Hey, that's your new nickname, the big bad voodoo daddy. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Dibre, the big bad voodoo daddy! And that's how he's introduced if he is a wrestler. Wake up, zombies. It's time for the Up All Night Podcast. You know what MLG is? A bunch of fucking backstabbing betrayers who turn their back on the community that fucking turned them into what they are today. Yeah, so they could be big and actually succeed. How dare they be successful and trim the fat? (laughs) Those fucking assholes. (laughs) And for all those listeners out there, Scott is especially jaded, if you can't tell. (laughs) So yeah, uh, totally my fault we didn't have a show last week. Um, Dealing with a ton of not only personal, but work shit too, so... Things just didn't quite work out for me last week, so that's totally my fault that we missed. So I can get 20 lashes with a wet noodle on that one. But fuck, man, haven't talked to you guys for, what, two weeks now? Anybody uh, do anything interesting? Uh, yeah, I got. I usually don't drink and I got drunk, so there's that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, I did as well. Yeah, I'm surrounded by alcoholics, man. Can you tell we're all from Wisconsin? <laughs> hey man, I I keep it sober one hundo. Well, then you're not from Wisconsin. Shit, man. I uh, the only thing interesting I guess I did was I, I'm the only person that somehow can like play in a slow pitch beer league softball tournament and wake up the next morning looking like he just survived a grizzly attack. Like my legs are just like all ripped up and shit from sliding because I'm a fucking tryhard noob and. Yeah, my legs are all ripped open, just gashed and shit, and I'm limping. Both my ankles hurt. My back hurts because I think I pulled something from swinging too hard. And oh man, just rough. You can't. You couldn't pay me to try hard in a slow pitch softball game. I get so bored. Like I literally fall asleep during those match. Like during those games. You couldn't pay me to play softball. (sighs) Yeah, I mean softball is okay. I guess like if I was playing with like like my cousins at like a family outing or something. But like like when it's an actual league that I have to show up to. Every week, I try. I try this probably like every three years. I try, like, all right, this is a year that I'm going to be a softball guy and hang out with my buddies. <laughs> and then I go, I'm like, this is so boring. I'd rather be bowling. I'd rather I, be doing so many different things. Like, I, I literally wish I could show you guys the picture that I showed Scott of my buddy. He is playing softball, slid into third, literally snapped his foot at, to like a 73 degree angle bones sticking out just tore the hell open it was the nastiest thing sounds like definitely something i want to see that's the type of guy i want to team with posted on facebook everybody's just like flipping out dude that's the type of guy i want on my team i want somebody who's gonna try hard as shit and get mad when we lose man i hate these fucking guys who like laugh when a ball like fucking pops out of their glove and like hits them in the face and they think it's like cute and hilarious it pisses me off man fuck i want to want people to win I want to. Win. I would really just throw, if that happened to me, I would just throw my glove. And be like, fuck this game, going home. Dude, we like, are <laughs> we are a country led by Donald Trump, the ultimate fucking winner, man. I want fucking winners because I like America. Nah, not softball. <laughs> yeah, I was I was, yeah, I, was I was baiting the political, <laughs> I was debating yeah. the I was baiting the political debate there. But yeah, so anyways, and then other than that, I saw the uh, the new Pirates movie and. Don't you oh, I saw that too. Are, are we allowed to spoil Don't it? I mean, it's been up out for oh, like a week, right? Can we spoil it? I haven't seen it. Oh, we can be like a it? spoiler-free review. I, I mean, I'm down. Like, I, I liked it a lot. I mean, the best I can say about it is just a pirates movie. Like, yes. it's a good pirates movie. I don't yes. know what else to say about it. Was, it in my opinion, anyway. I don't know what you thought about it, Scott. I 100% agree with that. 
it's a pirates movie, so therefore I enjoyed it and I liked it. But I will say it's probably my least favorite pirates movie. But really? I still liked it. I still re- like it because I just love the pirates movies. But fucking, yeah. I think I don't know. I thought the one before this one was way worse. That's how 100%. I felt. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what Diver was saying. I don't know. I liked the last one. This one felt weird. The plot like moved funny. Like all of a sudden it just jumped, and it's like, oh, okay, we're here now, and like. Well, I yeah, I mean, you, you'd, probably because they heard everybody bitching about the first three, they were like, how, how many plot lines do you need? So every time they had to make a plot line to solve a problem, they were just like, fuck it, let's just forget it, let's just move on. Like, that's how I felt, like, they introduced, like, a lot of characters, like, randomly, like, who's this guy? The witch! And they never, ex- oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, like, where did she come from? Oh, like, and then she disappears, and it's just like, wow, she's, like, a really important part of the story that yeah. we know nothing about. That's it, really interesting. Like she had so much information, and she was so important, but we've seen her for, like, a grand total of 18 seconds, and, like... <laughs> where did she come from? Yes. I was, like, sitting there, like, I, like, when I got home, I, like, Googled, I was like, who is she? Was she in a different movie? Did, like, I miss something? Right. Because, uh, I don't know. But anyway... It was super, it was, I still thought it was good. Like, what it was, it moved fast, so you didn't have to sit there to, like, get to the fun pirate stuff. That's what I liked about it. I didn't spend too much time, like, trying to have this really long, convoluted story when it could have just, like, did it, which is why I think the problems, were, even though I think the second one is probably my favorite, that was a big problem with the second and third one, is they kind of just, like, had 76 different plot lines that you had to keep track of. Yeah. Oh, the third one to me was always like I didn't even really like the Pirates movies until I saw the third one. Like I saw the first one was like, eh, whatever. Didn't even watch the second one. I watched the third one and I like fell in love with the series. I went back and watched the first two and I just like loved them like 10 times more. And then so on. But yeah, I don't know, man. Freaking that plot line just seemed like it was way too jumpy. And I just I don't know, struck me funny. And some of the there was a lot of like just cringiness to it, too. Like the relationship between two of the characters that was supposed to like catch us all off guard. And it was just like, Oh, come on, man. Don't do that. Was, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, even my, I think my girlfriend cringed even a little bit about that. And she's usually pretty like, she's not as jaded as I am. I'm almost a jaded guy. Like as far as storytelling goes, like, Oh, saw that coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm one of those guys, but I'm like coming back around to like just accepting that it's just this part of Hollywood, you know? And but she's like just starting to become jaded because they make her watch more movies now. And then she even her she was like, "What the fuck? That was like, <laughs> saw that from a mile away, guys. Could you help? Like, I don't know. What what they should do for like plot lines like that is stop trying to make it like the audience is an idiot and doesn't understand what's going on. Like, just give us, just tell us like early, and then just make it interesting instead. You know what I mean? I'm just watch. Oh, you're supposed movie. to know what's going on. Yeah. Well, is it, what was that? You're supposed to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, there's so many people, like, Hollywood just assumes everybody watching these movies is an absolute idiot. Like, if, like, that's what I like about Interstellar. Like, when somebody tells me they don't get Interstellar, I automatically know they're an idiot. Like, <laughs> like, I don't have to, like, they don't have to explain anything. Like, like I don't know what happened. Oh. Like, okay. Oh, oh. Like, it wasn't that hard. Speaking of not understanding <laughs> movies, I also watched No Country for Old Men last night. Oh, and nope. when, when that movie ended... I sat straight up out of my chair and said, what the fuck? When did that end? Like, why did it end that way? I don't understand. He just like, okay, this movie's been out for 10 years. We can fucking talk about the ending. Fucking Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is just sitting there drinking a cup of coffee with his wife. He's like, well, I'm retired. I don't know what I'm going to do today. She's like, oh, I want you to go ride your horse. He's like, yeah, I might do that. Oh, by the way, I had a dream about my dad last night and then I woke up and then the movie ends. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't. Can you explain it to me? I don't understand what that ending meant. I, was there some meaning to that? I don't understand. Yeah, like, 
it, I mean, it was pretty much coming to terms that w- with his age, with his like, you can't just go chasing. That's what the movie was about. Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's what it, that's the old, no country for old men. I mean, it's like he basically conceded. Like sometimes in life, you concede, even if it's like a giant looming villain that runs around and kills everything. Like oh, the man. the main the main bad guy in that was kind of like that ever unceasable force in your in everybody's life that constant problem that you have to be chasing that you could literally chase to your deathbed or you can just let it go and let somebody else deal with it and Tommy Lee Jones character was kind of like that like fuck I am too old for this like literally and so he just kind of gives up and moves on with his life with how little Tommy Lee Jones was in that movie I didn't even realize he was a main character I thought he was just a side <laughs> character and then the movie just ends with him telling some bullshit story yeah. and I'm like he is kind what? of a side character because I mean, but that was that's what that ending meant. It was kind of that like, like, mm, like the big bad in your life is gonna get away sometimes. You know what I mean? Or for some people, and I mean that's kind of like the moral of that story. That's how I felt about it anyway. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it with that new perspective because I was so invested in the two, in the actual like the chase of the guy who found the money versus yeah. the dude hunting him down. I was so invested in that. I didn't even really pay attention when Tommy Lee Jones was even on the screen hardly other than I just assumed he'd eventually find the guy and probably be the one to like arrest him or kill him or something. But right with that, with that expect, they played with those expectations. Like you thought that he was going to be the chaser. He thought he was going to be the chase, like the cat and mouse. And so they played those expectations of him being the guy who like saves the day. And he just ended up being old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that'll happen to you too, Scott. Your dreams one day you'll just be too old to chase your dream. I'm gonna be 65 <laughs> years old, still playing beer league softball. So there's that. Yeah. That's all I gotta Good say guy about that. Posting on Facebook with your broke ass ankle. <laughs> Damn it. Balls hanging down to his knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Why are your balls at your ankle, Scott? <laughs> oh my god. All right, anybody else do anything interesting? Any uh, points of interest you want to bring up quick? Nothing, nothing. Um, All right. I'm really bad None at None of us have, uh, you know, life, so. All right, well, I'm glad I got out of my house this weekend. Uh, <laughs> Moving forward. I got out. I just don't remember a lot of it. I was really drunk on Saturday. I was just, That's why you got to do there. the Twitch IRL streams, man. Come on, we're talking about being aspiring content creators here. That's true. And you have it's your phone on you at all times. You could be streaming literally every minute of your night, dude. There's anything for views that fat guy from Australia who like does the baited podcast with Keemstar. That dude makes hundreds of dollars every night just IRL streaming him at the bar, just being an absolute drunk retard, running up to people on the street, screaming at them, just doing dumb shit. And he's making hundreds of dollars doing it. I'm not that interesting. I'm not an asshole. I just like every once in a while I'll, I'll scream at somebody if like if I'm playing pool or something. I'll be like, "You fucking suck!" And then I'll get really competitive, and then I'll be like, and I, and I won't hit in any of the balls. It was a uh, uh, paint or Nick Hartung, my best friend. It was his birthday, so we went out and he carried me in pool. And my only job was to hit one shot and talk <laughs> a bunch of shit, and he did the rest, and that was it. It was like basically our relationship summed up. And I was, it was, that's it. I mean, I guess maybe for some people that'd be fun to watch. Dude, that but sounds like, like my life is not that, that fun. sounds like me and Diary <laughs> playing Battlegrounds, man. I just, I get all the kills and then I fucking die with like six people left and then he'll get the final kill for the win. Right, Diary? I'm not even going to say anything. Because it's fucking Dude, true. Diary just admitted that he sucks. That's crazy. It's fucking I, true. I mean, let, let's look at it this way. I the- literally just trolled Scott yesterday in a game where... I shot him once with a pistol, had him turn around and try to shoot me with an SMG. He completely missed everything. I just dropped him with a pistol. He did double. I just want to say that he is awful at everything he does. 
No, man. No, man. I'll give you that. I'll give you the fact that you have the clutch gene. When there's a time to be clutch, you pull it off. But for the rest of the rest of the time in Battlegrounds, man, I'm carrying the team. I'm putting the team on my back. In Battlegrounds, I'm normally not even near you. You guys literally crossed the bridge <laughs> while I just scaled a cliff yesterday. That's true. Diver just abandoned our team. We're like, hey, Diver, get in the car. We're going to go across the bridge. He's like, no, nah, that's okay. I'll just watch as we get like lit up as we're driving across the bridge. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Anyways, let's move I on a little bit. I roll in Battlegrounds. I'm just going to be the bait, run around, punch everybody while everyone else grabs guns and kills everyone. That did happen. The official meat shield of the team. Everybody needs one. But shit. Anyways, let's move on, guys. Um, before we get into a, a little bit of gaming talk here, uh, I wanted to pick your brains a little bit on a topic I was kind of like thinking about. Uh, it was actually something that got brought up to me um, while I was watching some YouTube videos. A guy was talking about how, uh, you know, playing certain games, like he felt like certain, like certain like uh, content creators, mostly like uh, streamers. We'll, we'll, we'll say Ninja, for example. Um, you know, he always is just going to be known as like, to me anyways, he was always just like a Halo kid at heart. Like if you think about it, like he was a Halo kid. That's what got him started. That's the thing that's going to like lay down the legacy for him. If you think about that guy. And like, if you're talking about like other YouTubers and stuff like that, certain people are just known to play a certain game and it kind of just like defines their legacy or their, um, you know, just kind of just, just defines them, I guess is the word I'm looking for. So I was just kind of wondering if if, their career. Right. And I mean, and it's not that you necessarily just play that game, but anything, but like, I was just thinking like to myself, like if, Right now, you took a snapshot of all the games I ever played. Like, I don't know what I would like say necessarily was like the defining game. Like, what I go down in his history is just being known as like some random Halo kid or a fucking nerdy ass RuneScape player that played for eleven years on end. Or, you know, really, those are kind of my only big two. But, anyways, I was just wondering, like, if you guys had to define yourselves right now, is there any game that really like meant something more to you on a sentimental level, or maybe like? you feel like you just laid down some type of legacy that you would be known for or what you'd want to be known for anyways. Does that make sense? Are you, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I get it. You guys get it? Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. By the way, yours is definitely RuneScape. I mean, I have a YouTube channel. Again, I can always link to God that. damn it. Can we, can we drop the, the, my, my RuneScape videos from when I'm a seventh grader, man? Come on. I mean, I can't. Oh. It's too funny. Can I? Can I? No. One day I'll reenact that hillbilly laugh on on stream no on on the podcast actually so everybody can know what i'm talking about but anyways uh yeah rob why don't you lead us on this man what what game would you want to be like your defining game of your life there i think there's i think there's there's two it's hard for me to pick between the two i mean obviously the number one that everybody's gonna go for me is probably halo just because i've met all of my closest either i've met or i've grown closer to all of my friends because of halo and like Obviously, I've been to like a bunch of tournaments and like so much of my development as a person has come from because I wanted to be good at Halo. I learned how to be good at everything. Like we had to, I, learned, I had to learn how to study. I had to learn how to practice. And so like you, all those things because of Halo have come into my life and made me a better person. And not only that, um, the one of the reasons I became a writer was because uh, on um, the bookshelf in high school, there was a Halo book and I picked it up and I read it. It was my first like book that I actually gave it like purposely went and read. I just used to only read because I was forced to, because you know, like the world makes you read, but like, 
I, so I sat down, I read this book and like my brain, you know, so I've always had like images in my head that I could never like paint or draw as good as I wanted to. And I was always like an artist, but I couldn't, I wasn't good enough to where I wanted to nail it. And because of those Halo books, I started reading more other books that were like tied to like franchises, like Star Wars and stuff. It just gave me more like red person. And then I started to write and I was like, holy crap, this is exactly what, like, this is what I've been looking for. Like I've been looking for a way to express these images in my head and, and now I get it now like this is it so that from that moment on I wanted to be a writer and it was that's also because of Halo like it, it was it changed my life that's and then the only thing else besides that would be the, uh, if I were to like think outside the box besides Halo I would go with uh, Knights of the Old Republic for PC and Xbox like another older game um, just because like it, it changed my concept of what a story is like uh, stories more than just somebody sitting coming up to you and telling you a bunch of stuff. Uh, stories, interactions, stories, your life, stories, your choices. Uh, that's why you like. That's why like sports and stuff is like it's just evil. It's every everything. Choices are a story. Like and that's what makes a story. Choices, and then you you structure whatever your brain does around that. And Night Story Public nails that as far as the story goes, probably more than any other game in the in ever again and so, test is testing your morality too right yeah right yeah it makes you it makes you there's a point in that game i don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't played it because you can definitely go play it now on your iphone even for like what like six bucks and it's a little bit harder to play it's a little dated but like the story is so good there's a point that literally makes you question morality it makes you go like man life is different when you like it makes you just it re-puts the, your all of your decisions back in perspective and that's and that was just brilliant brilliant storytelling but yeah those are two games that probably defined me as a as a person and was halo the first competitive title you ever like took seriously um yeah yeah definitely would you say like, like i it, found out well, go ahead i was just gonna say would you say like it shaped you into like the gamer you became to be even post halo like it because to me for example like that was my first ever competitive game and i feel like ever since then no matter what i played i always viewed it from a competitive aspect whether it was call of duty league of legends uh, yeah, freaking Gears of War or whatever. It, it, it completely Halo, playing Halo competitively completely shaped. Like I said, I owe a lot to Halo. Playing Halo competitively completely shaped how I how I approach everything in life. Like I approach everything competitively because of the rush that competitive Halo started to give me. Like I I study and I practice for everything I do, even if it's like. I'd be like, I'll lose at Uno, and I'll be like, was that a good play? And I'll Google it, be like, Uno, is this a good play? Is, is that play a good? And then be like, no, don't do that. This is a statistically low play. All right, now I know from now on, I'm now a better Uno player. You know what I mean? Like that was the same shit I did with Halo. Like, man, I suck at Halo. Is it because I'm an idiot, or or is it like, or what? And I would just Google like, well, at the time Google didn't exist. I had to use like the freaking forums or whatever. So I had to go in like like go in the halo forums and like watch videos be like oh i was doing that wrong the whole time it makes sense and then you pl- practice it and you apply it to life and that's pretty much how i got better at everything the more of the story is if it wasn't for halo on the internet i would probably be a loser of a person but but yeah i feel like halo almost turned me into a psychopath man i remember one day in high school man i was walking through the halls and this girl was like at her locker like in the corner of this hallway and I remember just like thinking like for some reason, my knee jerk reaction when I like walked around the corner, I seen her there was like to throw a frag in the corner of that hallway, to, like blow her. Up. 
terrifying. Like, I have never had those dude, urges. Dude, but hey, no, whatever. No, not like I wanted to hurt somebody, but it was like a weird like reaction. It was because I went on like a weekend <laughs> bender of playing like 40 hours straight at my dad's house on the weekends because nope. like I didn't have internet at my mom's. So like at my dad's uh, house, I would just go on benders, dude, where I wouldn't sleep because it was like my one time in a two week frame I could play Halo. So I just played the shit out of it and I wouldn't go to bed and like. I just would go back to school on Monday and be a zombie and just like it would just be halo on my brain just halo 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 and like <laughs> just like had weird ass thoughts but yeah anyways uh I was curious Dibri what do you got man I, I have a feeling uh, you're gonna have something other than halo this time like part of me wants to say halo just because I mean all you people still call me Dibri and like literally yeah. that's straight it, from the halo day it, it made its mark on you for sure man but dying breed x for long for the list of, that was your uh the long form of that name wasn't it Dibri? yeah dying breed x flying to and that was a terrible name Dibri's so much better uh stop hating <laughs> uh but honestly i mean i think for me it would be the first game i actually became a little like dedicated to which was probably ultima online i never played that uh yeah it's like one of the it's like one of the first if i think it's like the first actual like mmorpg like actual like 2d one that came out but uh like i played it back in like middle school and everything and it was like the first time i got a taste of like what it's like they like had a guild system and everything and it was like the first time ever like got a chance to like interact with like people online and stuff like that and it That's just kind of cool. like helped shape like my understanding of like the gaming community itself, and that kind of just propelled into like what I became because now all I'm about is gaming. That's the one that hooked you, huh? Yeah, it was that, and then yeah, that followed through into like a couple of smaller like MMOs, and then just into competitive games like Halo and Smash, and uh, there was one called Infantry Online. I actually got obsessed with for a while too i think uh something that you said that kind of resonates with me a little bit was you were talking about the player-to-player interactions and like a guild system and having like the sense of community and uh just dealing with other players and stuff like that uh runescape like we mentioned before definitely had that pull on me that's what intrigued me so much about that game was so much of the player-to-player interactions and as they integrated more things into that game that eliminated the need to like talk to other players and make friends and stuff like that like that's when I started to like kind of like drift away from that game, and like even now it's hard for me to kind of go back to it. But I think Drew, you can kind of maybe uh, relate to RuneScape, kind of being a big part of like your gaming career, kind of holding a huge chunk of your time early yeah, on, anyways. For, for sure. Uh, for me, I guess like I'm definitely not like any of you guys. I'm definitely a casual gamer. It's just been a pastime for me to basically socialize with my friends when we're not like face to face. So, um, RuneScape was definitely a good, uh, a vector for that. Um, you know, back in the days when PKing was actually a thing, we'd all like team up and try to go into the wilderness and kill some people and usually just end up getting wrecked. Getting by slaughtered. Mages. Yeah. <laughs> Death dotted right by the KVD or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that and, and, and Halo probably is another one that took up a huge chunk of my time. Uh, but again, until you uh, became a casual. modding cheating ass bitch and you got banned. Yeah. Well, see that that well, there's that. So my background is in computers, so obviously I soft modded my Xbox, my original <laughs> Xbox, and got all the 
all the mods for Halo, and I didn't even play Drew, any matchmaking games. Drew, I just stuck to custom games. I, 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 I still quote, got We'll it. get you a 50. One <laughs> custom game. Banned. Such bulls. You were probably the one reporting me. No, you played with. You didn't play with me. You played with Shane. I didn't get on in time. You were banned uh, before I even open, turned my yeah. Xbox on. God, that was so stupid. You guys but remember yeah, those days so... of going into like a Halo 2 matchmaking game and all of a sudden there'd be people flying around on Goss Warhog turrets just flying on top of the map, raining yeah. down just concussion shells on that, top of you guys? Those were the worst days of my life. That was yep. terrible, man. Or like throwing a plasma yeah, grenade yeah. and it would throw like the sonic boom of a like a freaking like, I don't even know, like a boomerang. I don't know. It just destructed like the, everything in its the path. Plas- the plasma pistol that shot automatic sticky grenades was the best. <laughs> or clones. Every once in a while, every yeah. once in a while, you get a nice monitor that modder that would let you play around with the mod before he fucking decimated yeah, you. And that's and that's what I. I mean, and like I said, I only played custom. I played like one custom game just to like screw around with my buddies, and yep, they banned me. So then I had to go to the private servers and use it there. But what was that called? Yeah. What, what was that? Uh. Xbox Connect oh, or something, or what did they call that yeah, shit back in those days? I forget it, but you, yeah, it was just like you you went on your computer and joined, like put in your Xbox IP address and yeah, can you connect to these custom games? Yeah, it wasn't Xbox Live; it was something totally separate. No, it, was a, it was a private server that Xbox some, Connect. I think it was Connect. Yeah. Yeah. You guys didn't use that been. for Halo One. I used that for Halo One. Oh shit! No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I played Halo yeah. One and Halo Two while after like Halo Three. I was playing on Xbox Connect just to have fun. Shit. What about you, Bradley? I don't know. I like back in the days, the PlayStation days, of like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Those were always fun to play. And then get friends come over and always just playing that warehouse level and always stomping everyone's asses because you own the game and everything. You always were known as the skate kid. Every game that came out with a skateboard, <laughs> Brad had it. Like... I don't even remember you ever even actually riding a real skateboard. You just had every skating video game. I rode the skateboard vaguely, but I could never do shit on it. So, <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater one was by far like one of the my one of my most favorite games of all time, and that's pretty much what got me into the gaming world and everything. I feel like, and also like you said too, with RuneScape, just kind of the. Uh, interaction with other players and everything. Yeah, just making friends with totally just random people that you'd meet online and stuff. I told this yeah, story hacking, on stream. Hacking all your friends that you can. I told this story on stream the other night where <laughs> Brad, I remember, like wanted to be a member because all of us at all of our or, like click at school, we were all members on RuneScape, and you had to like pay this five dollar a month monthly subscription to get all this different extra content and stuff. And Brad was the only one that didn't have it, and he would like beg his mom for it all the time, and then. I believe, as Brad told the story, was she would she said, if you get good grades this semester, I'll get you a membership. And he's like, all right. So he busts his ass. And uh, she still says, nope, sorry about it. <laughs> Beat it, nerd. And he fucking rage quit her escape. <laughs> like he gave well, he gave us all the password and I re- yeah. booked it to the library. As soon as school got out, man, I sprinted to the public library, man, to hop on a computer to loot that fucking account. And everybody in our little clique got so fucking mad at me for it. To be fair, though, I mean, I was pretty much, I mean, obviously I wasn't max in anything, but like I was to that point where what I did was so freaking boring at any point because I had nothing to really train on or anything. So back as being a non-member, 
like the lesser demons, they were always uh, the highest point of training for combat. And you had everybody in there. You had to find like a dead role just to go train on them and everything. <laughs> okay, hey, hopping off of something you said, Scott, I have a question for you, all you RuneScape like people. How come every time someone tells me about RuneScape, they always talk about how like their friends or other people they know would like quote unquote go to borrow their accounts and just like sell all their crap off it or steal it. Like, why players... is every RuneScape player was so like willing to steal from so, each other? We were so cutthroat. <laughs> Dude, I just heard a story not too long ago of, uh, it was just the other night, my buddy I played Battlegrounds with, he was telling me that his friends, like, I use the term friends very loosely, they got this, like, (laughs) 1.2 billion GP drop, like, think of, like, 1 million GP being the equivalent of, like, I don't know, like, $5 or some shit, I don't, I don't remember what it is, but they got a 1.2 billion GP drop, and they split it, like, three ways or something like that. And then the two other guys got together and fucking hacked the third guy and fucking took all his shit. Like, people are just terrible to each other in that game, man. Like, there's no such thing as friendships. Me and Drew one time keylogged one of our friends from school, took his shit. <laughs> Drew runs around the world on this guy's account talking about burning all the Jews and gets his account, like, banned and muted and shit. <laughs> like, RuneScape players were terrible to each other, man. Like, it completely threw morality out the window. We were just terrible. The average age of a RuneScape guy probably had to be, like, 15, 16 years old. I mean, that's probably why. Like, you guys are all fucking little, like, Assholes. uh, like, what is that? We're, we're, yeah. Well, yeah, you're like, you're, you're none of that. You're, that's why your brain is not even developed yet. You're just like, fuck it. Just doing everything. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, it, this doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Fuck everybody. Those same, like, like, it's insane. Those same guys that are like fucking each other's girlfriends and shit, man. That's like the same mentality. Yeah, it's just terrible. I'm trying to say, Relationship fluids, not cool. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it ain't no, it ain't no fun if the homies don't get none, man. You gotta share your GP, share your girl. <laughs> gotta share it. Share it. Still not as bad as the squeakers from the old Halo days. All the, I'm gonna fuck your mom. Just. Oh, you know what I miss? So I, I played Rainbow Six when Xbox Live first came out. Which like Rainbow Six like three was probably like the best Xbox Live game at the time, and. uh Besides maybe Unreal, but that didn't really count. That was kind of garbage. But Rainbow Six Three was pretty good. I miss like all the adults I used to play with. I used to be like, like I don't know, 17 years old, like like waiting for my parents to go to bed, and I turn my Xbox on and play super late at night, like two in the morning. <laughs> and I would play with all the coolest like people I've like still have yet to meet ever again on Xbox. I play with this Scottish guy who would just make me laugh because he would just say the craziest shit in Scottish. And then he would always like, oh, you think that's funny, Revolver? He used to say, like, you used to do that kind of shit, like, all the time. And I used to just, like, cry laughing. I don't know how my parents never caught me. Or if they maybe they just didn't care. But but at the same time, it was, like, it was, like, it was great. Those are some of the best moments. It was, like, playing with people I wasn't supposed to. And they'd be like, Revolver, how old are you? I was, like, old enough, right? Like, I was going to be tough. But they knew. They knew. But, uh... <laughs> But they were cool, man. They were like, I, I had no idea what like, like smoking pot was like, or like I never tried pot until like I was way older, and like, I, like when I was like seventeen, these guys were all like rolling blunts and getting super stoned, and I didn't know why they would get worse at the game the later the light night went on. I thought they were just getting tired, but it, no, because they were fucking stoned off their ass. <laughs> And Rainbow Six is the best game for that too, because you like these guys were pretty. Some of them were pretty good. Like to this day, like I would look back, and some of them were pretty good at the game. But like some of them would just get stoned, hide in a corner, 
And since it was like one of those one-hit kill games, you just have to like check your corners or they would meld you. That's the best game for them because they were probably just having like the time of their lives just stoned, freaking out in this corner, just like, oh, I hope somebody comes by. Dude, Ooh. wouldn't it give you like they get into the jacked as hell? Wouldn't it be such but, bad like, anxiety though? Yeah, that was weed they were smoking. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they're probably like, I mean, it was probably some pretty dang shit. Not so the way massive. they, yeah, right, dude, that would be nuts. I would never, but still, like. But yeah. It doesn't doesn't it like you don't you get like super like paranoid and like anxious like when you're freaking just ripped? Not necessarily. It no, all depends really. on how it, it depends on the person. Uh, yeah, yeah. So say that would not but be like, the type of game you should put somebody but on I know, just ripped. I know for sure. I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this, but badass C5, I know he was fucking so st- like so stoned and just hit sitting in the corner <laughs> and just fucking anxious as shit. Because you, I could tell he was just anxious as shit because he wouldn't stay in the same corner. There'd be two corners and he would just go back and forth and <laughs> really slow. Super fucking scared, super antsy. You can just tell, like, you know, there's, there's not such, there's such thing in real life as, like, body language. Like, video game, like, characters have body language. Like, you can see when they're looking around, like, how freaked out you are when they're watching third person. Like, the body language of this character was like, fuck, dude, fuck, 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 like, the whole time. Because he knew also he was the worst player, and the only thing he had was hiding in that corner, man, <laughs> and hoping that he catches you before you catch him. Dude, speaking of being anxious, man, Battlegrounds gets me just like my heart just starts thumping, my mouth starts shaking like crazy. The other night, we, me and Brad were the like two of the final three remaining, and we're like looking around for the other guy, man. I remember my hands just like sweating like crazy. I'm freaking out. All of a sudden, I see Brad get lit up and dropped, and he's just like, "Oh, there he is!" And I'm like, "Yep, that's the one. That's the call out I was looking for. I have no idea where the fuck he is." <laughs> There he is. There, right there. I said right behind the rock. <laughs> I just remember you saying, there he is. And I'm like, there he is. That helps me a lot. Well, because we were actually two of the final four, and you put the one guy down behind the tree, and I was going to go up and just finish him off quick, and then all of a sudden his partner is behind the rock and pops out and pops me and everything. So Yeah, all I know, man, that game gets me on edge, man. It fucking like, gets my heart fucking racing. Like, if I play a game late at night and it gets my fucking heart going, I can't go to sleep at night, man. Like, I just stay up, like, dwelling about that game. <laughs> as lame as it sounds, man, it just gets me going. Uh, I hear you. Fuck. Anyway... Moving on, man. You hear about this bullshit they got going on in Chicago where they implemented this new like entertainment tax, more or less. And it was originally it was like aimed at like uh like amusement parks and like shit like that, but they also ended up lumping in like streaming services and online video subscriptions and gaming subscriptions and all that shit. You guys hear about that at all? No, I didn't. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I so there. the city of Chicago they implemented like this nine percent tax on all like uh streaming services like online gaming anything that has to do with like multimedia like pulled from the internet and they're just taxing the shit out of people that live in the city of chicago and anyways the esa the entertainment software association they today finally filed a lawsuit against the city of chicago so they're gonna uh, stand up for the rights of those gamers over in chi town so Time. Big ups for our homies over in Chicago. Yeah, I know we got some listeners in Chicago, man. We got like twenty something people from the Chicago area that listen. So I mean, you're assuming we still have listeners. Yes. After this one, they're probably done. It's over. It's as soon as we brought Rob on. <laughs> Ever since episode six, when we first brought Rob on, the viewership just dropped the fuck <laughs> off. Fuck Rob. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dog. But seriously, it, it did. Anyway, uh, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Stats don't lie, but anyway. 
But yeah, so there's that. I thought that was kind of an interesting note. But don't you think that's bullshit? I mean, how do they, where, where do they get off thinking that they can just start taxing people for shit like that? Like, that's actually really worrying that like, what if that like was like globally? Like, what if we just started getting like streamed for every minute you're playing Xbox or online doing something, you know? I mean, if you think about it, they, they could technically do something like that with the, like with the lack of net or getting rid of net neutrality. They could tax us into oblivion or charge us into oblivion by depending on what services we use on the internet. So like, oh, look, we, you can get internet, but you got to pay extra if you want to use your Xbox. You got to pay extra if you want to go on this website. Yeah, they dude. can do that too. They can put that those services behind a paywall. Right, man. Which is, no the, which is why I'm like, what the fuck? What is that? The no more Brad, porn there's... hub for Brad. Yeah, yeah. no more. You got to play that premium for that porn hub, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like it's just like your cell phone, man. For like every bit of data that you go over, man, they could just like start charging people or just taxing the shit out of you. Like, that's yeah. just it's scary, man. That's why that's why like the the people that are in charge of that right now are people that were against net neutrality, and it's like fuck, we are really screwed. Like, there's not a lot we can do about it if they decide to go against that de- decision last year. So, yeah. Sucks. Speaking of the amount of time we're spending on the internet, man, Sony just released some stats today that said that PS4 owners globally spend about 50,000 years a week gaming on PlayStation Network. Pretty hardcore. That, legit. That's want to be Call of Duty pros. It doesn't make any sense, man. I, the only thing that makes any sense is like Sony is brainwashing people. I don't understand. There's no reason to be so, on a PlayStation so that fucking long. How, what do they count as online? Like, like in True. online games, or are they just saying online when your console is online? It and they're watching any TV game. or Netflix yeah. or Hulu or something. It, it says a week gaming, so not online okay. but gaming. All right. Yeah. So like that's. I mean, that's a little more relatable. There's a lot of gamers, a lot of... Because if you think about it, like, anybody who owns a PlayStation, like, they're going to be gaming, like, at some point, right? Like, even if it's some casual... Even if it's, like, Pagel 2 or something, they'll be on there, like, and then they can count that. So, I I mean, it's not a... um, It's a a staggering number, but I don't think it's an unbelievable number. There's a lot of people gaming. You know what I mean? Like, that's right between everybody. That is unbelievable. 50,000 years, man? How many fucking hours is that? That is crazy. Can somebody Google that shit for me? <laughs> like, Dude, that's, yeah. that's nothing, though. Compared to... Compare that to WoW. WoW has nearly 6 million years of... ...has been played. How, how long, though? It's been out six, for 10 six, years, though, right? More than that? Yeah. It's been out for, but, like, 13 years, coming in, the, in November or something. Yeah. Well, it's been out forever, and it's still going strong. That's probably like the biggest testament in online gaming, like is World of Warcraft. Fifty. So we're talking fifty thousand years a week. Fifty thousand years a week. So, okay. So think about it. That's two point six million a year for PlayStation. Versus WoW's been out for thirteen years. Dude, dude, you did not bring me on this podcast to do fucking math. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sony's catching up, man. I don't understand why. I don't see the appeal for why people are hooked on PlayStation, but fuck it, whatever, man. They have good games, man. Their single-player games are are there. I'm sorry. Did you just say Sony, like PlayStation, has good games? The Last of Us, uh, Horizons. um, Do you hate America? 
I mean, sometimes, you know, like, <laughs> are you ISIS? <laughs> are you ISIS? Fucking communist. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have people at my door. I'm gonna get swatted. <laughs> I got it's gonna be awful. God damn it. But uh, shit, man. Anyways, uh, yeah. We're, since we're talking about the amount of time we're spending gaming, a study came out that said playing video games two hours a week would make you more employable. Does that make any sense to you guys? How? Sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The, what they what they said was in a it was a very small study. There was thirty six undergraduates. Sixteen of them were uh, given a console to game two hours a week. Right in the course of a semester and they filled out surveys before and after the semester and the study showed that the group that played the games showed improvements on communication adaptability and resourcefulness compared to the control group who didn't actually play the video games that's pretty interesting right it's it's interesting it's not uh it's not surprising to me it's interesting but i also think that the the the, uh the sample size is just ludicrously small for yeah it to be it is yeah it's ludic- it's like as far as like scientific like you would not be able to publish that in in any kind of study as any kind of study because the sample size is just so small like you would have to be like it'd have to be like way way bigger for anybody to like believe that that's a thing and you know what most people don't even believe in science anyway nowadays so why even bother <laughs> like like if it's not anyway, in a 2000 like, year old book but it's yeah. not true <laughs> like one does not simply just play video games for two hours a week that's true that's, that's, also, that's also true that's a good point yeah most gamers do not just play for two hours a week fuck that's all i got for gaming news guys you guys got anything to add as far as uh gaming goes before we want to move on hey did we would talk about a uh, little bit about like esports and how gears of war is kind of crazy or did we talk about that already i don't even know yeah we can go ahead and move into that go ahead and bring that up i'm actually not familiar Oh, uh, so esports. There's a like, big Gears of War tournament. I don't really follow the teams or like really know whatever, but I like to just follow like esports here and there. And I, I, I don't know any of the storylines or anything big, but I, one thing I did notice, it's like the it's that is if you want to get into see what the root of esports were like, watch a Gears of War tournament, man. They are ruthless. They like there is no like text or anything. They let these players go at it on on Twitter in real life. These guys just have no filter. They just go at it, man. They don't even like. Dude, I don't know. You need it's to crazy. YouTube the Halo Two trash talk montage. That still gives me goosebumps, man. Like I miss those days so much. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what Gears of War Four is like right now. Yeah, nonstop. <laughs> it, and, and you know, there was there was a period in Halo Four where it was like the lawless West, also where like there was the AGL was running the tournaments, and it was Halo Four was like a really really small scene, even smaller than Halo Fives, I think, and. uh what what was happening is like there was no governing body, and they actually promoted like people talking crap like on their website as like a thing like oh, come here and play this garbage game and yell at each other like that's pretty <laughs> much what Halo Four was, and like it was nuts like these guys were standing up stare like I think there was a there's a video of Lethal standing up staring at this guy yelling at his face while he's playing the game but shitting on him because he's lethal, but like but yeah like. It was just lawless. If you guys ever want to see what gaming used to be like, look, look at that. That's gnarly. <laughs> Shit, man. All right. Uh, you guys got anything else? 
Nothing. All right. Uh, let's nothing. uh let's move on to a little bit of uh some recap. We got uh had some LCS action this weekend. Diary, did you catch any of that? Uh yes, sir. And also it was the first weekend of the split, so first I mean week. obviously I had to try to watch some. The only thing I watched was Friday, right? When CLG was playing um uh, C9, and I was telling Dibri, I'm like, C9 is going to get first this split, man. They're going to overthrow TSM. They got this shit. And they went up 2 0, right? And CLG, no, no they didn't. They went, they went up 1 0, oh, and just then CLG the came back and 2 1 0. What happened? What just happened? <laughs> this sh- the show is off the trip, the, ra- the rails, man. I- All right, what happened now, Dibri? Uh, no, C9 went up 1-0, and then CLG just came back and stomped them two games in a row. So, you right, know, right. complete opposite of what you were saying. And actually, it's funny, because every team that you mentioned, you, you said something about top four, and you mentioned, like, TSM and, like, Blackwest and all this other stuff. And, like, the top four finishers for last split started the the split off going 1-7, with TSM getting the only win between the two between the four teams. I put the TSM's kiss of the only one on that everybody. got any wins. <laughs> I put the kiss of death on everyone. But shit, what oh, else? Ha- was God. there any other notable things that happened this weekend? I didn't catch any of the other games I other mean, than C9. Immortals being 2 0 and CLG after their weird little trade of junglers. Like, that's just really shocking to everyone. Both teams looking really clean compared to like last split. Uh, I mean, there were some interesting picks. Lucian Top being played. Um, that's my shit. By someday. And, uh, Bjerg playing uh, Galio mid, you know, some some interesting off off picks, but overall it was just a standard week, and all the top teams faltered, and all the lower teams managed to pull through and start off strong. So what, what Liquid do? Uh, <laughs> Liquid's zero and two. Well, that's all you need to know, folks. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, what else we got going on? Um, NBA Finals. Rob, tell us what's up. Well. Uh, if anybody's been paying attention at all, at current time, the Warriors are up 2-0 against the Cavaliers. Uh, the first quarter of Game 1 looked pretty good, and then obviously the Warriors kind of just blew him out, specifically Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is showing uh, the star power of, of the Golden State Warriors are just allowing, uh, allowing Kevin Durant to be Kevin Durant. And he's really just, both games, he's just showing that he's probably top two top three player at the very at the very at the at any metric he's a top three player at all in the nba was um, that ever questioned so what was that did anybody ever question that wasn't he always regarded I mean, as top three i mean people people i mean people were i mean people were questioning his consistency if, if he is a choker like Too you know soft. like last year he blew a 3-1 lead against the warriors um yeah where was you know, this like, kevin durant last year man what the hell I mean, he was there. He was up three-one against the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, uh, him and him and Russ, and you know, that's why people got so mad. He he went to the team that beat him last year, and that's, you know, people you can hate. I I hate on it a little bit. I was a big Kevin Durant fan for a long time, and then he did this move, and I was kind of a little lukewarm on him. Which, like, you know, I I'm not lukewarm. I I straight up hate him. If you go on my Twitter, you I, you'll see me bitching about him all the time. But I respect who he is as a player. As a player, I will like I will always say he's he's one of the best talents in NBA history. No one can shoot like Kevin Durant because he's a seven foot sharpshooter who has, who has good enough quickness that make you respect his drive. And he's lengthy as hell. And now in the golden state, you really get to see him play defense. He's a rim protector. 
he's got blocks. Like I think he had five blocks uh, last night for game two. Uh, and that's great, especially since, I mean, like the, so last night was amazing. Last night was, I think the first half was really awesome. It basically was LeBron versus the world. Like Kyrie didn't show up. Tristan Thompson, their big rebounder, only had four rebounds. And, you know, it, LeBron was basically willing him to this match. But you had this weird feeling, right? Like, you're like, all oh, right, like it's a three-point game going in the half. But, like, the whole time you're watching this game, it's like watching a horror movie. Like, you're just, like, waiting for it to fall apart. You're just waiting for that moment for, the like, the Cavs to open the door and a guy with an axe comes and just butchers them for 20 <laughs> points. You know? And, and it happened. Like, you just – I honestly think if you watch if you, if, if you watch basketball for the love of basketball, you will love these finals because you're watching one of the best – like, you're watching two of the best players – Three of the best players, two of them are on the same team, which is fucking insane. But like, if you watch, if you watch these finals, you will see the most talent I've ever seen, probably in the past, like not ever seen, but probably in the past ten years in the finals at one time. You've got unanimous MVP of last season. You've got Kevin Durant, who's a top three player of all time, both on the same team, and then you have LeBron James, who is, in my opinion, the best player in the NBA right now, and probably the top three NBA of all time uh, on any metric. Uh, so like, it's really fun to watch. You, you'll see. LeBron doing his thing in the second half. If you have a chance to watch it, I think it's up on YouTube. You can watch it. He's just bowling his way into the rim, doing his thing, attacking the basket. He looked, he looked, he had this dunk where basically in the embodiment of LeBron, LeBron James, he just hammered it down and stared down Kevin Durant, and it was it looked like murder. And but then Kevin Durant did his thing. He just went down the floor, shot a shot, and it was over. So it, it's it's really fun to watch if you like basketball. If you want to see talented, exciting basketball, basically. The first half of that is the NBA on steroids. The second half is you'll see you will basically watch a butchering of the Cavaliers because nobody else can do anything on that team. Um, Kyrie had an off night. Tristan Thompson's garbage. Kevin Love is stepping up, but Kevin Love can only do so much. Um, he does. He, he's not really fit to play against the Warriors. He's good against every other team. He's a stretch. He's a stretch four, or stretch five, depending on how, if they play small. Um, and it that's not going to work against the Warriors. They have too many players that can. That are quick and can defend the perimeter, um, so he's just not really a good fit against the Warriors. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really wonderful game. You guys will watch it, even though if it's a blowout. And the big thing that people are talking about right now in the NBA is parity. Like, parity's dead in the NBA for the next four years. Like these these Golden State Warriors are probably gonna be the best team you're ever gonna see in the next four years. Like people are literally saying, and I kind of agree. The, the only other teams I think that can compete with how much talent and how good these Golden State Warriors are are the, are the 2001 Lakers and the 96-95 Bulls. They are that good. So I was just going to ask you at least that. Watch, well, go ahead. I was just going to ask you that. Like, Do you think this is the most talented team of all time? Because I don't know it's, in my lifetime if I've up, ever seen something this good. Yeah, it's up there. Like you, Their accolades are up there. Like, And the way that they're playing the best. It's, the way the NBA is structured, there is no better team than the Golden State Warriors. So like the way like the rules and everything work. Like they exploit every problem with the NBA's rule structure to a T. Like they're they're quick. They're they don't have to be strong. Like Draymond's their strongest player probably. Clay Thompson also as far as like being able to like make sure you don't get in the paint. But they don't have to be because they're so quick. They're they're sharp shooters. They can take advantage of every like little situation that can happen on the court. And you know that's that's the perfect exploitation exploitation of the way the rules are set up today. Now you might get into a little trouble when you start comparing the '95 Bulls and the 
and 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 O one Lakers because it's different games. Like they're different games, but the talent level is just astounding on the Warriors. Like even in any era, Kevin Durant is still one of the best scorers ever. Like yeah, you'd be like oh yeah, like Rodman could rough him up. Good luck, man. Like Kevin Durant's not a slouch. It's not like he's gonna sit there and let him rough him up. You know, like Kevin Durant. You we've watched him his entire career hit contested threes. He's seven feet tall. Like <laughs> he's listed at six nine as a joke. Like he's seven foot tall. He's taller than LeBron by like four inches. You can see it when they play against each other. Like it's. I mean, he's. It's amazing. It's like so. Yeah, I would say I'd say that you were in for four years of the Warriors' dominance if they stay together, and I think they will. I think they're all going to take the pay cut to stay together just to watch, so we can watch it. They can watch history happen and make history. Kevin Durant already think, said he'll he's going to take the pay cut. He said he'll uh, yeah, he'll yeah. sign for less That's than the next deal. Yeah, for, yeah. Everything I'm hearing hearing is that they're going to all take the pay cut and they're going to stay together. So I think we're in for four years of Warriors championships so and. You- so what I mean, you're saying is you our can say Bucks... that's bad for the NBA, but that's the way the NBA's always been. You've had the Celtics, you've had the Lakers, you've had um that's I mean, those are the two big dynasties. Like they won most of the championships in our lifetime. And then you had the spurt of the Bulls, obviously, but it's been mostly Lakers and Celtics are as far as the NBA can could go back. So I mean, they're gonna be a dynasty. That's the way it is. The only thing I can see happening, and which I'm on board after watching how great it was the first half last night is that the Cavs got rid of a couple of players and added like Paul George or something crazy. Like that's, a, that's the only way that they can compete is adding another all-star. And at that point you'd be like, Oh, the NBA is like watered down to these two teams. But it's like, you know what? I mean, it's better than watching golden state warriors beat the shit out of everybody for the next four years. Right. But like, but you know what I mean? What if you paired LeBron James with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jabari Parker? Right. I mean, LeBron's <laughs> never going to come to Milwaukee. Like he's staying in, he's like, he's staying that's the thing. LeBron's not leaving Cleveland again. I'm hey, almost they positive. Could, they could like, compete, though. Jabari could play 30... Draymond. Giannis can match up with Kevin Durant. So, so like, we're, we, okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying four years. Because right <laughs> now we have a, not only is it their contract stuff, but they're right now they're all on their peaks. Everybody in the, That's what's crazy. It's not just all-star level players. Because there's been teams with a lot of all-star level players. But these all-star level players, these MVPs are all in their prime. They're all in their, like, early to late 20s. That's insane. You've never seen that before. Like, like even Shaq and Kobe. Like Kobe was older. Or the Shaq was older than Kobe. You know what I mean? Like, there was a foreseeable downfall in the future. You know, and but there isn't one for the Golden State Warriors. They just look unstoppable. So you, but what's going to happen is in the four years they're going to be a little older, and then you have all these young guys coming up. You've got the Giannis, the Giannis's. You got the uh, Cats. You got the. Um, I mean. The whole, basically, the whole Timberwolves roster. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you've got like maybe Joel Embiid, who could be the return of the big man. You've got Anthony Davis. You know, like he's gonna, he's somebody that nobody talks about anymore. But at one point, he was this quote unquote the successor to LeBron. You know, like we we have a lot of players around to come up, but we'll see what happens. But in my foreseeable future, to me, unless those superstars team up on the same team, we're gonna see Warriors dominance. I mean, and to my opinion, I think a lot of these players are going to have to put away their pride, join up with some other stars, and, and get it done because that's the way NBA is now, the free agency. And I'd rather see that than just see the Warriors run the table for the next and sweep everybody for the next four years. But paired in the NBA is done. It's back to the, the old days of Celtics and, and, uh, and the Lakers. And you can say what you want about the NBA at that point, but that was probably when it was the most popular anyway. So. True, true. 
Yeah. Well, let's moving on. Now that Rob's just completely schooled us on fucking the NBA finals. <laughs> Sorry. I talk if you follow Jesus. me on Twitter, the at Revolver, you'll see me like I just talk about NBA and Halo and video games. So if you if that's your thing, that's basically all I do all day. So he's had all and for kinds. those who contract us the third Twitter plug from Rob this show. <laughs> Please follow yeah, this guy I'm on Twitter. By these followers. I'm just saying, like, give me the juice. I'm trying to get it. He's got all sorts of basketball thoughts just pent up in there, man. He's trying to get them yeah, out. Yeah, dude. Fuck, man. Uh, moving forward, uh, a little bit of... Brad, did you catch any fights this weekend at all? I don't think so. I think we both are busy. Nope. Uh, poor, we got a new featherweight champion. Uh, Jose Aldo lost his belt for the second time to Max Holloway. Max Holloway, his only loss in the UFC is Conor McGregor, and it was actually a really close fight. Uh, Holloway took him all the way to the distance, so it'd be kind of cool to see those two go at it again for McGregor's next fight in the UFC, but... I don't know if we'll see that. I think McGregor's just gonna fight Mayweather and cash out. But so that was two oh seven, right? <clears throat> what was two oh seven? What was two oh seven? Was this past this past fight over the weekend? Oh, homie, you are six months behind, my friend. That was two twelve. Oh, two twelve. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out when Dillashaw is supposed to be fighting. Uh, he's not going to be fighting. Uh, Demetrius Johnson won't sign the contract. Cody Garbrandt's out, oh, so I, it's all scrapped. Sorry. I know. I know Garbrandt's out for sure, but... And uh, Dana White came out, uh, was it, uh, fuck, Friday or something, came out and like threatened Demetrius Johnson that if he won't sign a contract with TJ, he's just going to scrap the whole 125 division so that way Demetrius can't set the record and break Anderson Silva's title defense record. So that's pretty interesting. I knew he was scrapping it, but I didn't think that that was the whole reasoning. Why. Oh. I mean... Yeah, it's because Demetrius being a bitch. Division in the first place. No, no, so. no, 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 no. The <clears throat> Demetrius Johnson, the 125 division. Dana White said he'll cancel the whole division if Demetrius won't sign the fight with TJ. I understand that. So, but I didn't, what you're saying though about trying to beat Silva's <clears throat> record. Yeah, so. basically, Mighty Mouse wants an easy fight for to set the record. And he doesn't want to fight yeah. TJ because it'd be too tough of a fight. And it, I think that's a bullshit thing for Mighty Mouse to do. And I say, I've said it on here multiple times. I think he's the greatest fighter of all time, pound for pound. But the thing is, though, he also doesn't have any competition. So it's kind of a hard thing to judge. And then we finally yeah. were going to see him tested. We we're going to see him tested against another like elite guy in TJ Dillashaw to come down from 135 to 125. And he won't sign the contract. And it's really just a big black eye on Demetrius because he wants the easy fight. And that kind of pisses me off and a lot of other people but oh yeah that's exactly what i've been saying like yes he's the best pound for pound for pound fighter right now but that's only in the 125 division bump him up to 135 he's not gonna be that good i mean granted he's a smaller guy too so for that division but right well that's why that's why it was gonna be interesting for tj to come down to 125 and meet him there you know that's why it was that's why it was interesting but Kind of shitty. I don't know. Hate to see it because I don't see, you know, that was the fight. That was going to have me pumped, man. TJ versus Mighty Mouse. But, you know, uh, oh, yeah. not going to see it now. And no Garbrandt versus TJ either. So that's shitty. Yeah. Did you uh, see your boy War Machine got sentenced to life in prison? Yeah. Today? Wasn't that? Oh, today was the final sentence. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I saw a couple weeks ago something about his trial, but yeah. 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 Do you guys know War Machine? Did you guys hear about that? That dude, yeah, that dude's fucking nuts. Yeah, dude. He, <laughs> well, first of all, he's nuts for he was in porn and then he's dating a porn star for and then like 
getting mad that she's fucking another guy? Like, what did you expect, man? Like, really? Like, and then and then his reaction was obviously infinitely over the top. Oh yeah, like it was beat her within an inch of her life, man. Is it Christy Mack? That's her name, right? If you guys want to check her out on uh, Pornhub, if you I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures of what happened to her. Oh yeah, like he he straight up lost all of his marbles. She was in a coma. She went yeah, into a three-day coma or some shit like that. It was really terrible. That was, like, really one of the things where I was like, fuck, man. Like, it's just, it's just another thing where it's, like, like, I love, like, I, I like I like MMA. I like hockey. I like football. But, man, these people are getting fucked, like, in the head. Like, it's, like, like they're, like, CTE, I, I don't dude. know how much of it's a part of their personality that would have to be, you. that personality has to be that way in order to get into sports. Or and also mixed with like repeated blows to the head. You know what I mean? Like I, I believe makes you that. a different person. Hundred percent. I, th- I think it's the CTE, dude. I I really honestly believe that. Kendall Kevin Randleman when he committed suicide, um, fucking they uh they opened his brain up, man. Full of CTE. Fucking yeah. This shit has to be fucking these guys up, man. And yeah. MMA is the second. Like if you're gonna break down like uh domestic abusers like by a genre. Um, uh, mixed martial artists are the second largest group of domestic assault uh, yeah. people, and I think that's I think it's a little bit unacceptable. There has to be some something done. You got to do something. Like, like you can't just perpetuate that. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be. I don't know what. Obviously, I don't have any answers. Usually, when I say something like that, I have some kind of answer. I haven't thought about it enough because I have an answer. It doesn't affect me. What is it? Fight without gloves. Yeah, and I'm serious. Do you think that's gonna help? The reason being is because. When you have that big pad on your hands, it protects you from breaking your hands. And you can just, you have this big old club on the end of your arm and you're just smashing a guy's head with it repeatedly. Versus yeah. if you've got no gloves and if you're going to slam a guy in the face that many times, you're going to break your hand and you're not going to be able to punch yeah. him that many times. Right. You got you to gotta be more efficient with your punches. Exactly. Like, at that point, right. I, so, think I, I think you're onto something there. <clears throat> I really think bare knuckle fighting would be the, the next thing. It sounds way more barbaric. And the pads look like it makes it safer, but it's way more dangerous for the person on the receiving end of the blow. You're getting hit just as hard, if not harder, because now you've got a taped up club smacking you rather than breakable bones. But it just looks worse for people. It looks way more barbaric to be bare knuckle, but that's my answer to it. But hey. Yeah, so that's all I really got for MMA news. Nothing else super important. No other big breaking news fights, really, that I'm super hyped about yet. But, uh, I just got a qu- quick question for you guys. What's that? Do you think the Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor boxing match will exceed over $623.5 million back when uh, May- Mayweather-Pacquiao fight went on? Um, Tell you what, man. I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't think so because you don't have an entire well I I'd take that back. I'll take that back. I was gonna say you don't have an entire country backing a guy like you did Manny Pacquiao, but Connor McGregor has Ireland fucking crunk yeah. right now, so it, it might, dude. I don't know. It it really and might. Plus you're got you're getting the boxing fans and the MMA fans kinda intertwining with each other at this point too. So you're getting two different sports per se. Yeah, I'll watch it, but I'm not I'm I'm not gonna pay for it. What were you saying, Diver? That's it's not even just the fans. Like every Mayweather fight, people are just flocking to it to try to see if he loses. Yeah, right, people are. Yeah. McGregor's the same way though. Every time yeah, I've every, watched a McGregor fight, I've picked him to lose, and I've doubted him. And every time he's proven me wrong, so that's why I'm really reluctant to say that he's gonna just. Fight. 
The problem with right. that fight is there's nobody really to root for. I mean, I would definitely root for McGregor just because he doesn't he like hit women. But like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> but like he's still a piece of shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't even think he's a piece of shit. He's just an asshole. He's honestly, actually, he's a character, dude. Is what it is. Like, you see yeah, his character I agree. on screen. I think I don't think he's fully his real portrayed. person is his real but... person's a good dude. He's really a good dude. Floyd Mayweather, he's a real piece of shit, dude. He really yeah, does. For real, beat like women. in real life, he's an asshole. He's a, like he's a garbage person. He's like, mean to people. He beats women and shit. Conor McGregor is actually a good dude, but he plays a character of an asshole, and that's all it is. Yeah. And he's a genius, like genius business plan to make Wait, himself like a notorious. Something I always want to talk to people about, dude, is like everybody like is like ah, oh, people need to be more humble and like, dude, everybody loves Muhammad Ali now, but if Muhammad Ali was a fighter in the internet age. Everybody would be talking massive shit about Muhammad Ali, right? Like nonstop. But like that's what's like that's what's so weird. Like it's revisionist history because like same thing with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's a piece of shit in real life. He's not a good person. Like like and people still revere him as like the best. And he was so good at this and so good at that. He was so mean. He was such a. He literally took some. He would he he got into like a shoving almost fist fight with the rookie that he was playing with, and I was calling him a faggot like over and over and over again. Like, oh, yeah, real great leader, Michael Jordan. I guess you're, like, you're the best player ever. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe. But, like, not a good, like, person. But, like, because of revisionist history, nobody cares. He's a legend. He's a, he's above any opinions anybody can ever throw out there. And the uh, same thing with uh, Muhammad Ali, except I think Muhammad Ali was a better person. Like, Muhammad Ali stood for something. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's just something really interesting to talk about. Like, the legacy of certain people and how it trends. If, if it was, if it happened during the Internet era, it would be completely different. People would be torn to shreds. Yep, and people will forgive a winner too. That's the other thing. That's true. <laughs> yeah, know. like that's weird. Like so, like you know how before, like back in the NBA Finals, like oh god, before, here we go. Oh no, 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 no. Real quick, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's getting like Kevin Durant's getting a pass now that he's winning. Like he's probably yeah. gonna sweep the Cavs. Like everybody's like, oh, you know what? Cavs. Maybe KD's a snake, but you yeah, know. I feel you. He's winning. <laughs> so winners, yeah, yeah, that's a perfect thing. Like everybody forgives a winner. Yep. Uh let's wrap this thing up real quick, boys. Anybody else got anything they want to add real quick? Predators up three one right now. What uh, is uh in the current game. They're they're down in the series one to two, but uh they're up three to one in the second uh as of right now. Wait, are you for talking hockey right now? Game four. Hockey. Uh, okay. Yeah, hockey, yep. Yeah, yeah. National, uh, we don't talk I'm hockey here. The, the Stanley Cup's going on right now, and Nashville Predators uh, are the feeding, like, are or the Milwaukee Admirals are the feeding team for the Nashville Predators. So, like, all of our players that you we like, I've watched the last few years on the Admirals. A lot of them are are on the Nashville Predators. So, uh, it's nice. interesting. Alrighty. Any last things you guys want to say, real quick? Nothing. All right. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, our boy Lazy Cakes, um, Christian, he was over in England at the time of the uh, terrorist attacks. Um, however, he did get in touch with me. He told me he's all good. He wasn't actually in the city yet by the time that those attacks happened. So glad to hear he's okay. Um, last thing I got to add, plug the social medias real quick. Um, up all night underscore cast on Twitter. Uh, up all night podcast. Uh, separate all those words with underscores on Instagram and our YouTube channel has not yet launched because I have no help. Cough, cough. Drew, you're our multimedia guy. You're supposed to be on that. 
I just haven't told Dude, you yet. Crew didn't even know that Twitch had an app. Like, what do you expect? <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> I, we're working I on it. Freaking curse! All right, you guys suck my ass. Drew's working on the website and the YouTube and everything else. So we'll have more for you guys on that. And uh, so yeah, that's it for us and tonight, guys. Follow Rob Palmer on Twitter. Follow Rob. Do not follow Rob. <laughs> Unless you want <laughs> NBA five tweets. times now. I lost count. Man, I'm going that, for a record. That was definitely five times now. <laughs> oh my god all right that's all we got for you guys go to sleep you little fuckers <laughs>